While we were at it, if you guys don't know who I am, I am AJ Valdez, associate pastor here at God Squad Church, and I'm honored and privileged. I want to thank the lead team, Pastor TJ, Pastor Amanda, Pastor Boss, for giving me the opportunity to share God's word. I count on the privilege every time I come behind, this is my pulpit right here, right? This is the pulpit, behind this pulpit, the, the screen here, behind the camera. It's an honor to share God's word. I love doing it. I pray that the Lord leaves me a day. I pray that you come expecting a day. Don't don't come just, you know, just another service, but come expecting a word from God. Let me tell you, God's always speaking. He's always putting his word out there, but it's it's up to us to open our hearts to receive it. I pray that you open your heart today and receive what God has for you. But in saying that, it's so good to see so many in chat. I, I honestly blessed once again. I, I can shout some out. Um, you know, it's, it's just a blessing to see Hillian, everybody, victory in Jesus. Everybody is exact. It's a blessing to see this today. I just want to shout you guys out. And honestly, you know what? Today, I believe God has a word for all of us. Open your heart. Today, I'm going to be sharing. We're going to continue in Luke chapter 6. For, Verse 37, <clears throat> and the title of my message today, you see it on my shirt, Mercy Triumphs Over Judgment. If some of you know, for all you Overwatch players out there, we got Mercy right here on the top. And for all you World of Warcraft players, any WoW players in the house, <laughs> we got the Judgment Paladin right here. And let me tell you, though, let me tell you, it's, it's funny because I made this shirt, and I, I didn't even think of this, but Mercy's a healer, right? The DPS can't do anything without the heals. Can I get an amen in the chat? <laughs> I'm a healer myself, and I know, I know, if, if the healer dies, we might as well just wipe it up, guys. We might as well clean it up, you know? We might, the DPS ain't going to be doing no damage. They're not going to we, we Last night we were raiding, we did Raz last night, and we, we got like 5%. <laughs> We wiped some of the healers went down. We knew right away. Okay, the healers down. AJ's dead again. We'll just wipe it up. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, so I, that's uh, that's the title of my message. Mercy triumphs over judgment. And let me tell you something right now. I want to thank God for his mercy and his love. And we're continuing Luke. And I want to share this with you, what Jesus was trying to get across here. I believe that God gave me a word for today. In Luke 6, 37, open your Bibles there or your phones. It says, do not judge. Um, and, and and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and be, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you a good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, poured into your lap. For the measure you use will be the measure. It will be measured to you. Can I get an amen? So, guys, what we're saying, Jesus, Jesus is flipping everything on his head, right? You see it even uh, on the um, on previous to this chapter. He was just like. He he was speaking facts here. He was turning it all around. You know, he he, he was ch changing the mindset to rather than an eye for an eye to love your enemy, and he's doing it again here. He's not saying now 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 in, in, this is a, this is a famous thing used right by many people. The minute the minute, the minute we start, you know, as Christians, we say something. We we have that friend says, "Don't judge me." What does the Bible say? You better not judge me, right? <laughs> and and it's taken out of context, right? It's taken out of context. And what Jesus is saying here, right? He's he's not saying not to um to tolerate sin, right? Or to tolerate doctrine that that, that that's 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 totally off, right? Or or um even you know he's he's not saying that, right? What he what he what, what he's what he because he 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 was the first one to say, you know what? I don't care about the what the, what the outer looks like. I don't care about the heart. You know what I'm saying? And not, not, so so this is this is what he's trying to get across here. And he's more concerned about our hearts, not to have that that idea that. You know, yeah, we've been saved now. We've been set free, right? And many Christians, we can get this idea that now we're righteous, or or, or now we, we we can judge others. And this is what he's trying to get across here. And he's forbidding this some. He's forbidding this harsh, this harshness, this 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 critical, this non-compassionate, right? This hostility towards your enemies. What do you say in the previous chapter, right? He says, "Bless those who curse you." 
Pray for those who mistreat you. Even that, that's like mad at, that's like a slap in the face, right? And, and that's what he's doing here. He's he he he's turning it on its head, right? Rather than 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 curse those that curse you, right? He's he, he's he's saying um, bless those that curse you, and pray for those that mistreat you. And so he's turning on his head. He's more concerned about the heart than the outer, right? Many times we can get so caught up by how how it looks on the outside how we're looking on on social media or how we're looking you know we like we have it all together but inside like we're we go to church and we lift our hands we say all the right words but our heart is far from god and we have that critical spirit thinking that we're better than others and that's that's what he's addressing here in this scripture and luke 18 11 i love this this um this this story about the pharisee he stood by himself right and what did the Pharisees say? He began to say, I thank God I'm not like these other people, like robbers, evildoers, adulterers, like these tax collectors. I fast twice a week. I give a tenth of all I get. That self-righteousness, that, that critical uh, spirit, that, that, that idea that uh, um, anything that we done, that we make ourselves righteous and we don't. Let me tell you something, I've been saved a whole, since I was a, a, a young boy, but I know today that nothing that I've done, no, 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 matter, no matter amount of fasting or anything that I've done could achieve what Christ has given me, that I'm thankful for his mercy, for his love, that I come here today before you and I tell you, man, without God, I would be an empty space, a, a hopeless case. I would be in the gutter. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Are you hearing me? All because of his mercy. And see, this Pharisee had this attitude where, man, uh, you know, I'm righteous. But look at this um, in, in chapter eight, Luke 18, right? It goes on talking about a tax collector who stood at a distance that wouldn't even come close to the to, 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 to where the presence of God was on the altar, right? And he went to even, he, he wouldn't even look up at heaven, but he beat his chest and said, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. And I believe there's many here today that can relate with that, that knowing that we have no right to judge, right? That we shouldn't be critical like these like even in the Bible, so many examples of these Pharisees are these religious leaders, right? Now we gotta have, right? We 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 have what the Word of God says, the absolutes, right? And I'm not talking about those today. I'm talking about that self-righteous spirit, looking at others and saying, "Man," and judging others. And it also goes on to say, "Condemn." When we condemn, we already wrote them a sentence, right? A, a, like a sentence of death. Like there's no hope for them. But let me tell you something today. There's always hope in Jesus Christ. No matter what you've done, no matter how much you messed up, no matter how bad it's gotten, the relationships, are you hearing what I'm saying? No matter how messed up it's become, God is able because he's a merciful God. He's able to restore. It's never over until the Lord says it's over. Are you still with me? And so that's what we're talking about here. Today, I wanna give you three things that I got from this, this portion of scripture and I really believe it's the key to not having that judgmental or that critical attitude or that self-righteous attitude. And it's the key that Jesus gives us here in this scripture. The, my first point today is the measure you use will be the measure you receive. Can I say that again? The measure you use will be the measure you receive. I don't know about you, but I, um, I love ice cream, straight up. I love it. You can tell I love it, right? AJ ain't no skinny guy here. <laughs> you can tell I love it. I used to get a tub of Haagen-Dazs and, and just knock it out, right? Well, there's this place in, in, in Dublin and a place called Swords. It's a, it, was, it was about an hour drive from where I lived at. But I would just go there knowing that I was going to get a good measure. Knowing, because I don't know if you've ever been to, there's an ice cream place actually close to my house where I lived at. I used to live in Kildare. 
Ireland, right? And there's a place close, right? Like about 10 minutes away. But this guy always, he was so tight. He would, he would say two scoops and he would like, he would put the two scoops in and wouldn't even fill the cup up. But we, we, I went to Source, this place called Scrum Diddly. They, they, they laid a base layer. They would lay that base layer. They would, they would, they would push it down. It's like you got an extra, you, 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 you bought two scoops, but it's like you got three scoops. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It was like they would press it down and they would add this. And it was like, it was stacked. It was like, that's what I'm talking about. It's worth the hour drive just just to get it pressed down, shaking together and see the key here in this portion of scripture. What God's saying is the key is to continue to forgive. Don't, don't be judgmental. Remembering that your heavenly father forgives you first. Right? And it goes on to say, give and it will be given to you. Press down, shaking together, a, a good measure and running over. And these are the keys. You know, I know a lot of stuff has happened in life, right? A lot of us, we've been hurt. We th Things have happened. We've People have hurt us. Can I get an amen in the chat? <laughs> right? Things have happened. And many times we want to we, we, we want to death sentence them. We, we, we want to, we, we, you know, forgive that person. No way. Even the very thought of their name, it like makes, it, 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 it like gives you shivers. It, it makes you upset. Are you hearing what I'm saying? But see, the Lord is flipping out. It's, it's, it's now love thy enemy, right? Bless those who curse you. Forgive those. This is the key to not judge you, to understand that. Why? Not, not, not because anything that AJ's done. No, God, because you forgave me first. I didn't deserve it. You've been a merciful God. You, you blessed me with so much. You've you, you done what the scripture said. You pressed it down. You're shaking it together. There's a piece of my house now. There's a piece of my family that, that this world couldn't offer. And God, I know, how, how can I then go and judge others? No, realizing that I got to forgive. Let me tell you something. I know people have been hurt and people have wronged you and things have been done in your life, right? It happens. Even, I'll go as far as say people have really done really bad things. And you say, I can never forgive them. I, you know, you, you want to put a judgment on them. But I'm here today to tell you that God's saying, you know what? Let me take care of the judgment because he's the ultimate judge. Let me take care of it. Put it up. That's, that's not your job. That's my second point today is you are not qualified to judge. You are not qualified to judge. And God's saying, put that on me. Let me be the judge. Let me take care of it. All I want you to do, AJ, all I want you to do today is continue to forgive them. Continue to do what I say in my word. Continue to keep on giving. Keep on putting yourself out there to, to, to reach those who are lost, you know, because it can get hard for many of us pastors too. I've been in ministry a long time and I've been hurt. People have said stuff about me. People have blamed the, the reason why it didn't work out, why the relationship with God didn't work out because of me. And we can hold it against them. And does that mean I'm going to stop reaching them? Does that mean I'm going to stop caring for people? And, and it could be hard. We could put these walls up in our heart. And that's why God's so concerned today about your heart. He, he's not concerned about the way you look on the outside, right? He begins to clean that up as we get closer to him. But today he's looking at the heart and he's saying, you know what? You got to release that on forgiveness onto me. You, 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 you got to forgive. You, you, you got to trust me. I'm the ultimate judge. I'm going to take care of it. I got you. We got to remember that we didn't deserve this. That God forgave us of so much. How can we not forgive? It's like that, like that story of the king and the two servants, right? The, the Lord shares about there in Matthew. Remember the, 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 one of his servants had a debt of like $10 million. I'm paraphrasing this story. $10 million, that's a lot of money in today's, today's money, right? 
And he had compassion on the servant because the the servant being going to ask him, like, yeah, help me out. And he had compassion. He forgave the debt. He, He wiped it clean. Yet that same servant went to a fellow servant that owed him a few thousand and began to tell him, you better pay me. I'm going, to th- I'm, I'm, going to, I'm going to throw you in prison. He th- even throws him in prison. He, he, he's, he's putting a sentence on him. And he, yet he was forgiven of such a big debt, forgiven of so much. Yet he's really, now he's forgetting all that and doing the same thing to, 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 a, fellow, to a fellow servant. And what the Bible says is when the king finds out, the king's like, what? I forgave you of so much. I've done so much in your life. How can you not forgive such a small debt? And we know the story. The servant then gets thrown into prison and made to pay that whole debt. Let me tell you a day we cannot forget. It's only by the grace and the mercy of God that any of us, tell you, are saved today. Because of his love, we can never get like these Pharisees to thank God I'm not like this person. Thank God I'm not like that person. We can never be like that. Like, you know, I, I, you, you know, World of Warcraft's one of them games you see a lot in, right? You get these guys, they have a high item level, high IO, right? Like, I, I'm not bringing that guy to, to, to I, I get rejected so much, it, it hurts. <laughs> and, and wow, right? You, get, you, you sign up for a mythic key, and then they tell you, uh, you just say, no, denied, <laughs> right? Let me tell you today, there's a God in heaven who never deny you, no matter what you've done. And I'm a testimony to that. My family was totally messed up. We were lost. We thought there was no hope. There was no forgiveness. And then we met Jesus. And he was merciful. He was gracious. He was a loving God. You know, many times we make, there's always somebody, this is, this is deep. This is, this is deep. This, this got me, right? I heard a preacher saying this, and it got me. I'm going to share it with you is that we make exceptions. There's, all, there's somebody in our lives that we make, ex- like they call it a, um, a judgment of charity. And, you know, we've forgiven that person over and over again. We've made exceptions, right? And, and, and when this preacher was saying this stuff, I was thinking about that person, right? I was like, man, yeah, there's been people I've done, I, I've forgiven and they still hurt me, right? That's what I was thinking if I buy it, right? And guess what he said next? He said, and that person that you're thinking of, it's you. You made exceptions for yourself, right? Because we can never live up to, to the law. We can, never, we can never live a perfect life. And I was like, what? And I was being, and it, it, it hit me hard. Because I was like, what? I was, I was thinking about other people that I forgave. I wasn't thinking about the, the charitable judgments I made for myself, right? That, I, that, I, that I've sinned and I've fallen short, but I've, I've tried to justify it. I've tried to make it okay. And we do it time and time again, but yet our brothers and our sisters, when they fall short, we're like, thank God I'm not like them. We're the first ones on Twitter to, to, to start preaching a, a Bible study on Twitter. We're like, what? You need, you need to go to the feet of Jesus and talk to the Lord and understand that we didn't deserve anything that we got. That it's only him. He's the way, the truth. He's the merciful God. And understand that, having that thankful spirit for his mercy, for his grace, right? And that's what this is. His mercy was the only thing. That, he was the only one that could heal me. He was the only one that could redeem me. And I got to show that love to others. We are not qualified to be the judge. And, and the second part of that, um, uh, um, Scripture says, he also told the parable, can the blind lead the blind? Will they not both fall into a pit? Let me tell you, and, and this is deep stuff, because 
We can't, we're, we're just as messed up. I'm just as messed up as the next person, but I'm understanding that I can't do this life by myself. I can't, lead, the blind can't lead the blind. They both fall into a pit. I need your mercy, Lord. I need you every day in my life. I, I need your grace. God, I know that I've fallen short. Are you hearing what I'm saying? We have no right to judge others. We have no right to be like that, that servant where, where we've been forgiven of so much. How can we not show the love of Christ and show his forgiveness of sins and what he's done in our lives? Be that example. See, the question is, do we always have to be right? <laughs> you know, the other day I was, uh, I, I didn't even realize, you know, um, and I said, do we have, I didn't even realize, sometimes you don't, we don't even see it in ourselves, right? It takes for somebody else. Like my wife, my wife's always pull, like just, just telling me stuff like, what? Is, is that me? I don't want that to be me. I tell her, you know, and I, and I, and sometimes I, without even knowing, I, I was being critical the other day and she began to tell me and, and, and a lot of times we don't see it. We, we don't see it until somebody else begins to say, Hey, wait, man, that's you. You did that. Right. And we're like, what? Let me tell you. And that's why it's so important. It's like, Lord, examine my heart. If there's anything keeping me, any unforgiveness, anything keeping me from getting close to you, have that relationship with you, Lord. Search me, Lord, and know my ways, know my anxious thoughts. If there's anything that's stopping me or, 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 or getting in the way, please, Lord, let me know. Let me know. I, I, I'm not qualified to judge. He's the one that, let him be the judge. Our job now is to forgive, to continue to give, continue to, to show the love of Christ, to continue to pour it out. Because the blind can't lead the blind. We're just as messed up, right? Not to say that we can't, help people that's what we do at church here if we see sin we'll correct it right if we see but i'm talking about that judgmental spirit where that you know your, your fellow brother messes up and then we reject them we 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 we, we don't talk to them anymore or we, we 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 think that we're better than them and really we're not and the last thing i'm not gonna be too much longer the last thing here is mercy triumphs over judgment mercy every time if you read there in verse 41, why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye? Pay no attention to the plank in your own. The Lord is just speaking facts here. <laughs> he, he, he was like, he didn't mess around. Uh, like, he just like, man, imagine, the, imagine like, this is hope, even for me. So imagine being there and experiencing it. Like, you put yourself there. You're like, what? How can you say to your brother, brother, let me, uh, let me take the speck out of your eye when you yourself fail to see the plank, he's not just, he's like a plank, a plank of wood, a big old four by four <laughs> or two by four in your own eye, you hypocrite. First take the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Let me tell you, we, we, we gotta, we, we, we gotta have that attitude like David had, right? Search me, O Lord, know, know my heart. Because the heart is deceiving, right? Let me tell you, no matter how much good, we have this idea, I, I, I've done so much good, I've, I've, I've paid my tithes, I've, I've, I've prayed, and that, that stuff's good. But the most important thing is understanding the relationship with God, having him send, understanding that we didn't deserve this. Humbly coming under and understanding, God, I didn't deserve this. I, I, I don't deserve your mercy, your grace. Being like that, like that man that beat his chest and saying, God, I'm a sinner, forgive me. If there's anything in my heart take it away. Rather than trying to go to our brother and point out, man, you're messed up, bro. Man, I don't know. I don't know. There's no hope for you, right? And some people do this. 
Some people do this. You see, I, I see it all the time. And it's crazy because I, I, I see it in our generation, right? This, this happened like years ago with the, um, I, I remember it was a Jimmy Fallon show. They used to go on Twitter and, and, and find out negative comments that people, people put out there about people, right? And, and, um, and it'd be like, what? Like, you, you know, like some of the comments, like, um, I can't, somebody like, can't even repeat. I remember one of them was like, Julia Roberts, she had a big mouth or something. It was like bad. And she laughed about it. And we had this idea, well, they put themselves out there, right? We, we, we dehumanize people. They, 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 you know, they're, they're the leader. They put themselves out there. Are they the pastor? Are, 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 are they the, they're the celebrity? Are they the politician? And we just like go to town on them. Like this left, right, and center. And if we could all agree, can we agree on this in chat today? Let me, let me, let me check out chat. Can we agree on this? People make mistakes. Can we agree on that? People make mistakes daily. Can we agree on that? People make mistakes they will regret. Can we agree on that? And let me tell you, we are those people that do all those things. We make mistakes. Not to say it's a, it's, it's, it's a scapegoat for why, why, why we, why, let me tell you, if you're sinning, turn from your ways, right? But we do make mistakes. And sometimes even unknowingly, we do. So what gives us the right, right? To judge others. What gives us the right to condemn others? No. The right we have now is to forgive others. Why? Because we've been forgiven of so much. Let me tell you, I, I thank the Lord that he doesn't show all our mistakes on the screen or put us out there badly because it'd be, it'd be embarrassing. It'd be embarrassing. Can we, can we get an amen to chat? It'd be embarrassing. But no, he's a merciful, a gracious God, and he's the ultimate judge. And that's why mercy triumphs over judgment every time. Because he's a merciful God. He's going to be the judge. Let him be the judge. What we got to continue to do is continue to forgive. And we'll be forgiven. Continue to give. And it'll be given to us. Press down, shake it together. A good measure, running over onto our lap. I like that. I would, if, if I get a plane ride right now to Scrum Diddly and Swords, I would do it because I want some ice cream. That actually was good. <laughs> Press down, shake it together, running over. That's what he has for us. For those who are obedient to his word, you know, we, this is not an easy message to preach. I'm, I'm, I'm the guy where like, you know, the, and I really believe God has so much for us. And these, these are some hard truths that we got to take hold of. That if we don't forgive, we, we, we won't be forgiven. His, his word, we got to forgive those who have hurt us. Love your enemy. He flipped it on its head. This, this whole month has been like, bam. Like it's been, it's been like, right? It's been left, right, left, right, but not, not in a harsh way. In a, this, he tells us this because he loves us. God wants you to be the very best you can be. He doesn't want you to hold on to that, that unforgiveness, that, that, that stuff that's been hurting your heart. It's time. It's, it's time to release it to him. I always talk about this, you know, some, um, that, that, that it's a revelation. It's a scripture that I hold dear to me. I, I have this picture. I want you to picture every day in your mind, you know, and he was talking to the church here, but I also believe he's talking to those that don't know him. That he goes to the door of our heart. And I, when I picture the door, I see that it only has a handle on one side that he, there's no handle on the other side. Why? Because our God will never force his way in. He's not going to open the door. He's gonna, he goes to the door of your heart and he knocks at it. And many times we put a barricade up in that door. We, we stick a chair behind it. Of, of, of unforgiveness. We stick a, ch a chair behind it because we're holding on to stuff that we don't want to give up. 
and he's just knocking it, and we're doing all this stuff to, to block him out. It's, it's, it's hurting our heart. Our heart is just, in, it's, it's in a bad place. When he's, saying, when he's saying, let me in, I'm gonna mend that broken heart. I'm gonna do what doctors can't do. I'm gonna do what nobody in this world can do. I'm gonna give you peace in a house that shouldn't have peace. Let me tell you, I lived, I lived in one of the worst neighborhoods in South Central Los Angeles. There was no peace or, or in, outside of my house. All there was gunshots, people getting ran over, like drive-by shootings. A, a guy got shot right in front of our church. It was like, what? Like, whoa. And we lived on top on the fourth floor of the church. There was no peace outside of it. But it's crazy because we, when the minute we got into our house, there was a peace. There was a priest that surrounded us wherever we went to, and we couldn't explain it. It was his peace, his love. But it was up to us to allow him to be the center to be the center of our lives. And he wants to do the same for you. Maybe you're here today and you say, man, I, you don't know my situation. I messed up too much. Let me tell you, there's nothing that you've done in this life, no matter messing up, that he can't clean up, turn around, that he can't deliver, that he can't change. He's the God of the impossible. And all, it, all we gotta do is open up that door and let him in. I know I said a whole lot today and I hope this spoke to, 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 to somebody, even if it's just one person. Even if it's just one person. We got to open that door, bring down those, those walls, those chairs that are blocking us, those things that are blocking us, like unforgiveness, like self-righteousness, thinking that we don't need God. I don't want to go one day thinking that I don't need Him. I need Him every day, understanding that I didn't deserve it, that nothing that I've done can achieve it, that he's the way, the truth, and the life. And all he does every day, he knocks at it. Your, the heart, your heart, are you going to let him in? Make him center. So if that's you today. I want to say a prayer. Maybe it's your first time here. I'll tell you, look, no matter what, you, what you've done, how badly you messed up, God loves you. There's no relationship he can't restore. There's no life he can't restore. I've seen him do it time and time again. I, I, I told you guys, I got, I, been in my testimony, I've seen him take an impossible situation on a person's life. And when people wrote it off, like this person's never gonna be. When people condemned him and said, there's never gonna be any, any redemption for this person, he's lost. I've seen God do the impossible, restore marriages, restore broken families, restore broken relationships, mend that broken heart when you never thought it could be mended. He can do it. He's at the door of your heart knocking. So if that's you, say, you know what? I, I want that for my life. I, I have no peace. I have no comfort. I'm even condemning myself. And I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I, this guilt I feel, let me tell you, it's not from God. God will never put guilt on you. We do that to ourselves many times. He, he says that in the Bible that he gets our sins. He throws them in the sea. Forget, never, never to be... Never, be, never to be taken up again. And it's us to go back and we, we want to fish what we did in the past out. That's in the past. He has a new life for you now. So if that's you, say, I want to receive him. I want you to say this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I come before you. I've sinned and I've fallen short. The Lord, come into my heart. I believe today that you died and you rose again on that third day. Be the center of my life. I give my heart to you. 
I give you all my worries, all my pain, all my shame. I hand them over to you. Be Lord of my life. In Jesus' mighty name, we say amen. Amen and amen and amen. Can we get some hype in the chat for those that have decided to give their lives to the Lord today? It is an incredible, incredible celebration, not just from here on, uh, from here on earth, but also from the angels in heaven. Literally, the 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 the, the, the spiritual realm is is clapping and and cheering for you. Uh, not because that you've done something so great, but because your life has now started a different journey that will forever change um, everything. And it is a love that you will never understand uh, completely until that day comes where we meet Jesus face to face. It is an absolute um, beautiful journey that'll that'll unfold that starts today and that's why we're celebrating because your relationship with Jesus became whole again and that's a beautiful thing man pastor AJ's words today were so beautiful and I'm not even gonna lie to you guys I was completely taken off guard I've had a really hard time I guess my whole life I'm, I'm to be honest of understanding that scripture where it says press down shaken up um, and running over, I, I just never understood it. Like I would hear people always say that when they were talking about finances and money and they'd be like, the Lord's going to give it to you, press down, shaken up. And I was like, what, what does that mean? Like, I, I don't care if my money's shaken up. Like <laughs> that doesn't make sense to me. But that illustration from pastor AJ of that idea of like pressing and, and getting every, 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 inch of that container and and then the imagery started pouring into my head is what they're talking about is like when they would go get grain that it wasn't like you know full of air and pockets in it but they literally every bit of grain that could fit in that container was given and my mind just like got absolutely blown in that moment because I don't think I've ever put those two and two together of God talking about the idea of you know, taking care and taking, taking, taking a deep, deep care about making sure that you're giving everything, that you're giving every inch, that you're giving every spot is filled of generosity onto others. And I think that that is such a, a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful um, imagery of, you know, the worship of giving. Like, when we give and, and we try to, con or when we kind of try to conceal our giving, um, we don't give to the fullness of what God has called us to. We, we literally have robbed, you know, that container of some grain and the Bible challenges us that it's going to be measured the same unto you. And so I don't know about you, but I don't want to be robbed. <laughs> I don't want to be, I don't want to be left with, um, less than with the fullness of what God wants for me. And so whether that be in your time or your talent or, you know, today in, in your treasure, you have the opportunity to be obedient to God in everything that you do. And, you know, the reason why we give is we believe that it's a statute of the Bible 
but I've also seen like the anecdotal evidence of watching what God does in my life when I give. And I'm going to start giving in a manner and in a measure with that scripture verse. I'm going to write that scripture verse, I think, down on my wall because I want that to be the expression of who I am at the end of my days is I want to be, I know I want on my gravestone. You know, he lived to the measure of, of always giving every inch of who he was in every area. And I love that. I think that that's beautiful. And so I pray as we continue our worship through giving today that, you know, you think about that and you ponder that in your own heart. What is it the Lord's telling you to give today? You know, and there's obviously a bunch of different ways you can give here at God Squad Church. Uh, you can see those on the screen. But for me, it's, th this is just the practice of our belief, right? Like doing this is a practice of something that we truly believe deep down in our soul. And so as I pray today, really ponder that idea. Are you giving everything or are you robbing God? Are you maybe putting some large rocks in that container to take up some space? Yeah, I think that's the challenge today. I think that's the challenge. So Lord, I just pray, Father, that you would allow us to give all aspects, all aspects of who we are. Lord, that we wouldn't rob you and we wouldn't rob others of the blessings that we have for them. God, help us to be good gift givers. Help us to be people of generosity, crazy faith. Lord, you see the inner workings of our heart. You see the extent of who we are. And I pray that we would entrust you with everything in our lives. Lord, we would hold nothing back from you. In Jesus' mighty name. And God's people said, amen and amen and amen.